Good morning, or maybe it's good evening, or maybe it's good afternoon for you. Hi, my name is Vivian Aqua, and I'm the Workplace Wellness Amplified DEI Advocate, and it's all about let's humanize the workplace. So last year, around this time, I had a part-time job that I was doing, and I faced a situation where I personally was being dehumanized. And one thing that, you know, being active as a workplace wellness advocate, I know that there are some cultures that definitely, or a lot of cultures that need to be improved. But in this case, I really did my best. So I went to HR, I had the conversation with a manager and that conversation went well. And they really showed that they were doing some effort, but still, because of the company being a huge company and we were dealing with international settings, I knew that I wanted to speak up, but also when I'm speaking up, I always do it with respect because you never know where you might end up, but I still wanted to speak up. So instead of, you know, let's talk about dehumanizing, I wanted to bring the positive up front to humanize the workplace because at the time um, there was a war for talent. Now the situation is different, definitely because of COVID, but I really know that, you know, once things are settled down, once we, we return to the new better normal, I know that the war for talent will be back and um, that companies really need to do their best to to show that they are a place where everybody can feel, you know, everybody can feel a place of belonging. Everybody can feel that their their thoughts, their their the work that they are doing is valued. And I wanted to highlight why I am doing this. So this is my son. This is the time when he was about three. He's now seven, and he might pop up because it's his bedtime almost. But I wanted to highlight because a lot of people have been asking me, why are you doing this? Why is it so important for you? I mean, after working for as a consultant for about 15 years, I just wanted to make a difference in the workplace because ever since becoming a mom and recently also Beyonce shared, you know, I sometimes read The Vogue. And of course, Beyonce is my role, is one of my uh, role models and um, I'm looking towards her because of what she's sharing as a mother. And ever since she became a mom, she has shown a different side of her. She has shown a powerful side of her. And I think that every parent can definitely, you know, attest to this regarding what, what, what it means to become a parent and why you want to move the needle, why you want to make things better for your child. So here I am based in the Netherlands, born and raised in Amsterdam, Ghanaian background. My son is uh, biracial, his dad is Dutch. And realizing that I do have a voice to change things. I do have a voice to unite people who are also change makers. And I do have a voice to at least have conversations about topics that I know that are helpful for not only for myself, but also for you who are watching or for your colleague or for maybe for your upcoming child or maybe your teenager who's about to embark the, the business side, right? So um, even though I'm talking a lot about my son, I just wanted you to know that I'm doing this for all the generations and for all the kids out there that we need to better the workplaces. So I also wanted to highlight something and that is, um, I realized that I don't mention it too much that this broadcast will also be converted into a podcast. And I have done 78 live shows within one year. My year isn't even full. The year, I think the end of the, I started the end of November last year and I've already done 78 live shows in Dutch and also in English, more, the majority is English. I have spoken to at least 167 guest speakers, including the guest speakers that are showing up today. So 
as you can see and hear, I like to talk, but it's not only about me, it's also about my guests. And also know that I've been highlighted in five continents already, and I'm just asking you if you could show some love uh, on iTunes or on other platforms where you are aware of to just share what you learn from this podcast or broadcast or, or share with others and show some love. So um, with no further ado, I want to bring up my guest because today is about boosting your professional growth with mentoring, a topic that is truly close to my heart. And also during the summit of Amplify DEI, I uh, did a presentation about you know, how to boost your diversity or how to boost diversity with mentoring. So I'm going to bring my guest panels uh, up, uh, members up. So bear with me because it will take a little bit. Let me see. Okay. First of all, I'm going to introduce Alberto. Alberto is an optimist leader and entrepreneur who believes in purpose as the driving force for positive change for leaders, teams, and organizations. Then we have Jessica, Jessica Lynch. She is a leadership strategist, communication specialist, and a TEDx coach, helping people to lead better, bigger, and to make more impact. Derek Bruce is an instrumental leader in identifying top talents, conducting L&D sessions, and initiating change programs to accomplish business goals. Kobe Ampuma is an experienced talent broker and an advocate for DNI in recruitment by being a role model in everything he does to create equality in the world. And last but not least, Claudia Moser. She is a dedicated project manager. She's passionate about delivering big ideas and about solving challenging problems for all involved stakeholders. Welcome, everybody. Hey. Hi. Thank you. Hi. Happy Tuesday. (laughs) So I'm going to ask the first question. I'll I'll start with Alberto. What is your connection with humanizing the workplace? My connection? Well, um, as you can, you you said, you know, I believe in purpose as the driving force uh, for a positive change. So I I think, um, you know, we need to, why we need to, talk about these things, humanizing the workplace, why we just don't be, make it human <laughs> as a default, mm. right? Why yeah. we need to fake or to be someone that who we are not or someone different or pretend to be someone different at work and then be a different person when we are not at work. So I, I think it is important for everyone to be uh, themselves, to know themselves better um and to you know to know their purpose as well and why they wake up in the morning so that's what i help with and bring that to work as well and and just be uh you know happier uh, doing what you do thank you thank you and jessica what about you so oh, for my... me I'm... am Sorry. i on? yes yeah you're on but i have a little guest here who's going to say hi Hi. Hey, hey. Hi. Hey. Hi. 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 Sorry for the interruption. Yes, Jessica. <laughs> no problem. Well, you know that that completely perfectly um, supports what I was going to say, which is, um, I mean, it's uh, there's lots of reasons, and it goes a lot to what Alberto just said in terms of like why not kind of we're human beings and why not be our whole selves at work. But it's funny having Orlando come there when it's his bedtime and you're in the middle of, of work rather mm-hmm. than having to basically hide the fact that you have kids or hide any yeah. kind of piece of your background. Why or why are we, you know, kind of trying to mold or why were we trying to mold the world into workplaces that are kind of just like boxes that we're not really in, but the company tells us like, this is who you should be while you're in the box. And then we go home and kind of do all our stuff. It just is much more functional for companies to allow their employees to, you know, be able to thrive as who they uniquely are. So that's kind of the feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And Kobe, what's your take on this? 
I think I will agree to it uh, a bit. Though. Um, to me, you know, being your true self, wherever you are, either in the workplace or at home, uh, I believe it brings the best out of the individual um, because you, there's no distraction or trying to pretend to be somebody you're not. Uh, and, and I have, you know, also in my career looked at opportunities or companies where I could really be myself. So I think that that's, yeah, that's the important part. That's an interesting thing. And I will, I will, uh, I will ask a question about that point when okay. we have some more time. Derek. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the obvious things is because everything's becoming so dehumanized. If mm. you look at how we use social media and... Yeah how frequently we communicate using a device, even outside of work, compared yeah. to communication face-to-face, which obviously in COVID is difficult, but ignore that. Um, I think the workplace also has suffered from that. And I think the ability to bring yourself to work, but also the ability to, to see the person, to be the person that you want to be at work as well, is so vital going forward, because the risk, we move the wrong way, especially with what's happened this year as well. Do you feel that social media has uh, made employees or talent worse or has worsened the way we interact with each other in the workplace? I, I think it's made it easier to do things you wouldn't do face to face. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And Claudia? Well, I think I'd like to continue on Derek's points because mm -hmm. I do agree with everyone's uh, statement. But I think that what I've noticed lately, especially due to Corona, is that people start to feel isolated. Mm. And I think now more than ever, a sense of community is also required at work because we are no longer a part of communities in a, yeah. which we were in the past. So we are humans working together. And if we work together as a team, but also as a community, then actually I think that we can achieve much more than we would have achieved in the past. And I think it is up to the companies also to enhance that spirit somehow and also to encourage it. And also it's up to us as individuals, as humans to contribute to that as well. Yeah. So ditch the team part and create communities that's, that's what you're saying. yes basically yes because i think we move to a different state i think we are evolving in one way or another awesome thank you and um starting with you jessica can you share uh one example of how mentoring boosts your professional career um yeah so so at the moment i work for myself um mm -hmm. but before i worked for um a big global tech company. So we were a B2B company. It was very um, diffused around the world. So I was mostly home-based. We had an office here too, and we were based in the States. So our, our, our main European office moved to London during that time. That's why I was mostly home-based. And I, was, I've, I had just had a sec my second child at that time. This is like 10 years ago. Um, and after that time I felt rather ambitious in my career but i also felt like okay i i'm a mom i have to be able to figure out how to do this how to keep growing my career and keep growing in the company but still be able to manage my life so this is very much mm -hmm. the humanized part of it too um so i was at an event in london and somebody just sort of said off the cuff oh yeah my mentor had given me this uh advice to do x y and z and i was like your mentor what's that and she was like I'm surprised you don't have a mentor. Don't they do that in, in your team and the company? I was mm. like, no, I never heard of it. Yeah. So I ended up asking her mentor to mentor me. And apparently, and I think it's still the case, I, I noticed from clients of mine too, that a lot of companies encourage mentorship, but it's not necessarily like on billboards or you know, like where it's being sent out over the internet or anything like that. So I, I contacted the same woman that she wears <laughs> and basically said, hey, would you mentor me? And she was like, absolutely. And so that mentor, basically what she did over the course of the next two years, we met like maybe once every six weeks, two months. Um, but she introduced me to people in the company. She, she sponsored you. Yeah, she basically sponsored me. She yeah. she 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 made she sent out emails to people in advance saying like, "Hey, I have this really 
intelligent, ambitious person. And I really think you should meet her. I don't know if your team has anybody on it right now, but it doesn't matter. Just, you know, make the connection. And by then, through that mentorship, I feel like I just kind of got through all the executives in the company and like boosted my entire career. Can you maybe share how many years you saved by doing that? Oh, how many years? Gosh, if you I didn't don't know. have her, would you be where you are now? Well, I what here's what I will say. I don't know if I can mm -hmm. put it in years, but mm -hmm. I definitely might have left the company. Um, mm -hmm. I think I was having I was kind of against a wall of like, okay, I'm I'm pretty remote here and I don't know how I can grow and I don't know how I can't find the roads. So I don't know if I would have kept driving. Um, I don't know if I, if it's per, it's, if it's in years or if it's in energy and, you know, kind of, it definitely of course my path through the company Thank and you. I stayed there for another seven years. Wow. Derek, what do you have to say? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking because my first experience came when I was a young youngster. So a good 10 or so years ago. Um, and it kind of guided not just my career, but my vision on how I work with people. Mm -hmm. um, because a mentor I had was somebody who saw me as a new person within a very big team of, of sales training professionals where I was working whenever it was, and kind of helped me understand the kind of roles which would be good for me based on just discussions, based on what he thought and what he took from our conversations. But also similar to what Jessica was saying as well, he also opened doors um, yeah. and opened doors in terms of the right doors as well. And so it wasn't kind of, I'm just gonna like, it was kind of really understanding what he thought was good for me, understanding mm -hmm. what was good for the organization, being very prepared to invest time in speaking to me and invest time in understanding what I wanted to do as well career-wise, but also challenging me as well. Yeah. Um, the decision I made from the team I was in with him, which made meant that I left the team I was in with him, but it kind of also then was the right decision to make as well. And it was uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, having that person as a mentor and, and we had a relationship, even when I left the organization um, was just amazing. It was just kind of very powerful, but also very um, com uh, basically giving me confidence as well. I think that's yeah. one of the things in terms of confidence in my ability to do things and your question around time it wasn't time it was more engagement I think it mm. gave um it was more of engagement to and a belief to do things as opposed to thinking I'm not sure how where what when to do this it kind of answered those questions yeah so your mentor approached you yeah yeah and that, and that was I mean the company I was in and it was this would have been the early 2000s I think it was ahead of its time because it actually mm -hmm. had a mentoring scheme in place in the early 2000s. And within the team I was working with, people kind of would proactively see and, and, and pick out people to support. Wow. Um, and I know my company now is kind of doing a similar thing, but the way around where we're advocating and saying we have this great scheme, going and reach out to people. But this was mm -hmm. the way around. Yeah. That's awesome. And also very unusual to hear, especially here in the Netherlands with the companies that I have been in. So thank you for sharing that. And Claudia. Well, I think I'd like to share the other side of the wall. Let's Please put it do. like that. <laughs> <I've>, uh, <laughs> I was actually thinking when you send, uh, sent us some questions to, to reflect upon, I've mm -hmm. never been in a position of a mentee. I've always mm. been the mentor. And the reason for that is I am a woman in a very manly industry, uh, plant building engineering that's not always um, full with women. Therefore, when you are in, it's very unusual and people look for your advice. Yeah. And um, I've been mentoring other colleagues, peers, women for, for the last 12 years. And I always find joy because it's not only about their journey, it's also yeah. about my journey. And also I am learning so much from them and I develop so much as a human being just because they trust me with their issues, with their challenges, with their questions. And for me, I think this is like a passion. You know, you, you have the bug and you keep on doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love the fact that you are mentioning, you know, a hidden value of mentoring, especially for mentors. If you have a really good relationship, um, I have, you know, I have my mentor. I found her via Derek and we have these conversations and I can see her being mind blown by the things <laughs> that I am sharing. And she's just like, whoa, this is so much. And uh, I can definitely see the benefits for a mentor and also see the benefits for a mentee. And it also makes me curious, are you looking for a mentor or are you, are you being meant or are you becoming a mentor or are you mentoring so that you can have that uh, hidden reverse mentoring? Claudia. Good question. I think I've, I've never looked for it. And I've never really properly advertised it. I have mm -hmm. been attending mentoring programs in my previous companies as a mentor, and I'm currently also a mentor. But it's not that, you know, I always say I want to be your mentor. I think you people find you because it's also mm -hmm. about chemistry. It's also about yeah. clicking. It's also about a lot. Of, it's about trust. Yeah. And um it is it is difficult for sure uh, to find a good mentor. I think yeah. that's that's what uh, Jessica was saying as well. You need to find the right person at the right time. Yeah, but also need to do the re the work, the research yes. on what yes. you want out of this mentoring relationship. But also know what kind of people, because you mentioned that you are working in a male-dominated environment. Thus, your mentor has to be the same gender as you. No, definitely no. Yeah. Um, but I think it's easier for some cases that it is the same gender. Um, yeah. Yes, but I think it's also a matter of choice. Um, and I think it's also about, yes, I think you're right when you said that it's all about what you want to achieve. I think it's very important that as a mentee, you at least know where your journey takes you. You mm -hmm. may not know how the road looks like, but at least you can project at least part of the destination. Yeah. And then by defining that, it's easier for you to find a partner who will walk along that path with you. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Kobe. Um, I think to answer your question, um, 18 years ago, I was in the office of uh, one of the leaders at a company I worked and he said, uh, have you ever considered uh, being mentored? And I was like, no, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and so we had that discussion. And uh, at that point, I think I was two years in, you know, in my career. And then he actually, a little bit coming to what Derek said, he actually uh, indicated the direction that is important in the HR field if I wanted to have a career in HR. He, I, I remember to this day, he was like, very important, you need to be talent acquisition, employee relations and compensation and benefit. Those are the three areas you need to focus on if you wanna have a career in HR. So um, since then, I always owe, let's say the gratitude to him, opening my eyes 18 years ago. And in my opinion, you know, sometimes you also aspire to, uh, you, you, you have an aspiration of people within organizations uh, uh, that become mentors mm -hmm. uh, and it's, it's also flattened to be, you know, a mentor because, you know, people see something in you to say, you know what, I want this guy or this lady to be my mentor. So that was my first experience when it comes to uh, mentoring. It's, it's, I'm not going to say it's funny, but it's interesting to hear that a lot of us are, um, are uh, embarking this mentoring journey very late in our career or maybe soon in our career because the first time that i officially heard about mentoring was when i started my business six years ago um, of course i had some hidden mentors or invisible mentors or people that i seek for advice but not somebody who was coaching me hand holding me towards where i am now and now that i see and know the value of being a being a mentee i also give back in some kind of way so this platform is my way of giving back but also connecting people with other people is a way for me giving back but also um not really sponsoring but at least showing them that there are networks where you can feel included there are networks where you your whatever you have to say 
people will listen to you because that's so important for us to never feel alone with the journey we are embarking. So thank you. Alberto. Well, I never had a mentor. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so I'm breaking the, the whole conversation. No, but it, it's funny because I, I work for an American company um, you know, almost for six years. Um, mm -hmm. I left at the end of 2014. And I, um, you know, at some point when I was, you know, I already decided to leave, you know, the company, you know, I didn't mm -hmm. share with anyone, but I already knew that I was leaving. And that's when they introduced the mentoring program. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so then I, I had to choose one. Uh, and I, I just cho chose a friend of mine just because we could have uh, a chat and fun together. But but I knew that I was leaving. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's coming you know, sometimes you have a platform and that makes it easier for people. For me, it's also, it is a problem I have uh, that uh, I feel uncomfortable asking for, asking people for, for something, for help, but yeah, not, I can join that club. Not that I don't think they need to, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not that I, I don't think I can learn from them. It's the opposite. Actually, mm -hmm. I, I think I can, yeah. but I, I don't want to bother people. Um, and I that's how all aspects of, of my life um so that's that's probably the reason why i never had a mentor uh, i'm yeah. a mentor myself and i i you know I do mentoring um with my clients as well uh, sometimes a bit of coaching sometimes a bit of mentoring and i'm also uh, part of a couple of initiatives mentoring people and uh, I'm, I'm also teaching at the university of applied sciences uh, in the hague international business and you know, I see myself also as a mentor of those kids. I'm, I'm, it's not yeah. my, there are mentors, like specifically for, you know, like a role for them. But for example, this morning happened that I gave a lecture there. And then, you know, one of the students, uh, you know, she seemed pretty down, you know, like unhappy. So I kind of asked her, hey, you know, what's happening? And then she asked me to, uh, you know, do you have some time for me? And she came to me and we just had a coffee and a chat uh, and I, I was also helping her with a problem, you know, they work in teams yeah. and they, they had some conflicts and all that. So, but yeah, I wish I had a mentor um, and what I always did uh, unofficially, let's say, um, is I always try to learn as much as possible from people I, I admire and I work with and, and sometimes were managers that I had um, so I remember a guy uh, was the VP of sales back then at that company. Um, you know, I learned a lot from him, uh, especially to ask questions, to listen more and to ask better questions. Um, and then also I learned from, from students all the time and I'm, I, I admire them and then they mentor me as well without knowing sometimes. Mm -hmm. I heard your question in between and I can see Derek smiling. So I think I'm going to activate something because you mentioned that you wish you were, you, you had a mentor. So what is it that you want to be mentored on? That's the question that you need to answer for yourself. And if there is someone watching, um, please look at Alberto's profile and see how you can <laughs> mentor him, right? Let's make it active because it's all about, it's all about supporting each other. And maybe there is somebody out there who's being mentored, but also know that you don't always have to have a mentor to be mentored because your students are also mentoring you in some kind of way. You're also learning from them, but I'm assuming that you want to be meant, maybe you want to be mentored because for your business so that you can accelerate in that. And I know that Derek has a program, so maybe it's, it's interesting to join his program for mentoring. Mm -hmm. Just making the connections. <laughs> so, always open, always open for uh, collaboration and uh, and to improve. So definitely, awesome. thank you, thank you. Awesome. And um, why is mentoring important for a professional to know and to uh, use that for their professional growth? Let me start with you, Derek. I think Alberto kind of answered this one indirectly. Um, mm -hmm. I think one of the other things is professionals don't always feel the need to ask for help. Yeah. Um, you get to a certain level, whether you're C-suite or whatever, 
and you kind of think, wow, at this stage, I should know it all. No. Um, <laughs> I think professionals, whatever level, whatever kind of seniority you kind of get to, you can always learn, but also you always need kind of that recharge or courage or conviction. And I think for me, mentoring, the, the, the phrase or almost like the perception can be negative in terms of, oh my God, it's kind of, it's, it's, an, it's a weakness. But for me, it's kind of something which people do inherently. Yeah. And all we're doing professionally is putting a labor around it to say, when you're not quite sure, when you have something where you think, I need a push, I need a step up, I need something, I'm going to reach out to somebody because that somebody can help me get there. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, I, I, I'm a very ripe old age now. And I still have a mentor who supports me every now and again. And I think it, it's something where if I hadn't had it, it would just take longer, but it would also be much more challenging to do things and much more draining. And so for me, as a professional, to help you grow, to help you stabilize as well, but also for your sanity, I think mentors can really support a career, but also support just people moving forward as well. Yeah, thank you. Claudia. I was wondering what else is there to say. I mean, you've summarized so beautifully. <laughs> I, I think only one part I miss because I am a, a great believer in that as, as Vivian is, it's the network. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's what you give. Uh, networks of ideas, networks of people. Um, so I think there are valuable lessons on how to, to show a mentee on how to gain that and how to, you know, how to groom a network because i think it's it's easy perhaps to start it but it's more difficult to keep it i think that's the only thing i would add to what you said derek because it was such a beautiful summary and i think if somebody is listening and does not apply for a mentoring program they would miss something (laughs) thank you and kobe uh, what I, what I what I would add is um, and, and I see it a little bit slightly a little bit different. If you look at meditation, for example, I would say that a few years ago meditation was not something people spoke about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and then when you talk to somebody, say, "Hey, I actually meditate." Oh, me too. Oh, okay. So I do think that mentoring, uh, also in a professional, uh, uh, why professionals need that is to to boost, to gain insights. Uh, uh, it can be motivating. But there's so many things that is beneficial, and I see it a little bit as, as let's say, meditation. So it it is something that is is a little bit you know unspoken. There's a lot of companies who are trying to uh, boost that within companies, uh, but I I do think that is very important uh, also from a professional uh, level because it, it can boost your career just by having the insights uh, yeah. either on a behavioral uh, um, a sense, but also from a motivation sense. For sure. Thank you. Alberto? Well, um, I agree to, you know, with everything that uh, has been said so far. Um, I think in the same way that Jessica probably saved many years, I, I probably wasted many <laughs> by not having a mentor. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I think you, you, you learn from their mistakes, basically. Mm. So it accelerates things because they have in there, they did things. Uh, they have more experience. They tried more things, and you know when when you aren't sure about you know in which direction to to go, huh? so then they can tell you, look, you know, if you go this way, then this is what you can expect. And then sometimes you make better decisions based on what they have done, and and instead of yes, trying yourself and then make mistakes, which you it will help you learn, um, but you save time as well and accelerates the whole process. So that's, I think, you know, combined with the network, uh, combined, combined with the support when you need it, of course, um, you know, that's, that's the, you know, basically the main benefits of uh, having a mentor. Thank you. Jessica. Last always has so many. No, uh, I'm the last. So many great, great, <laughs> okay, second to last. Um, so many great answers so far. And um, I mean, I kind of touched on it before, but I agree very much with Claudia in terms of the network part. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, what I could add here is also in line with what Kobe said too, of, you know, kind of things becoming more of a thing once you said it, once it kind of, once we start doing it and talking about it more, which is, I really see that with mentoring, 
kind of the way of the future. It was also the way of the past to a certain extent, but we didn't talk about it and we didn't formalize it. And it's, it's kind of a way of the past to have this belief and this guiding principle of like, we got to do it alone. If you're going to be successful, that's the, you know, you're, you're going to take all the steps and work really hard on that path. And actually, I really believe that we need people like our, our, you know, kind of board of directors to help steer us at a lot of points. So, um, yeah, that to me, that is like kind of the, the, the cornerstone of mentorship is having people who are sort of structurally in your corner and being your sounding boards, your, your strategist, people to kind of move you forward. Yeah, I totally agree. But also what I wanted to add uh, in, in everything that you all shared is mentees don't take your mentors for granted because they are opening a huge uh, accelerator for your career, even your uh, per personal development. And once you as a mentor, you F up, I'm not going to curse, but you F up the relationship, it can be hurtful for yourself. So please be mindful if your mentor is sharing a tip or sharing a network, show up. I even had a conversation with a good friend of mine. I'm not going to name her, but she's watching the show where I shared. I talked about Kobe and I talked about Derek and I talked about so many other people. And I asked her, did you follow up? Uh, no, I didn't. I did not have the time. And I told her, if you don't do that, the next time when I have something valuable for you to offer, I won't do that because you're not following up. And I'm also opening my network i'm also opening my you know um opening up your network or sponsorship it's me being vulnerable on your behalf but also on my behalf so please be very sensitive very mindful of how you treat the tips that your mentor is sharing and if you don't have the time to do that just tell them say that i'll follow up next week so that i know what to expect I also see uh, a question from Moses. So Moses, thank you for watching and the difference between mentoring. So I'll just give uh, mentoring and coach. I'll just give a brief description. And I see coaching as um, performance driven where you support somebody based on their performance or they accelerate the performance and mentoring is about developing guiding a person to grow in their personal and also professional um, in the professional life. So that's how I see it. Unless you have something else to add on my panel members. Uh, if I, I think... may. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Alberto. Okay. Uh, now, so I, I see the main difference is the mentoring. You uh, share your experience and, your, uh, and, and you share that with the mentee and you mm -hmm. try to give advice more uh, to, yeah. to the, the other person. Coaching is more um, asking the right questions for the other person to come up with the, their own solutions. Yeah. And, and that's, I think, the main difference um, between the both. Uh, yeah. Somebody saying yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Claudia, do you have something to add on? I actually remembered an example. Uh, mm -hmm. It was one of my first experience as a mentor. And uh, the, the objective of my mentee was to figure out which is the best role she can have in the company. That was her, her aim. She, she felt lost and mm -hmm. she did not know which direction she wants to go. And we did that journey together for eight months. And uh, in the end, she resigned. And it was very difficult for me because I, I felt that I lost a very good colleague, but mm. I realized that my role was not to keep her. My role was to give her the a wings wink. to fly if yeah. she needs to. Yeah. And uh, it, ha it has been one of the most painful experiences I've ever had, but it has been the one which actually rewarded me the most because it shows that it's not you who counts it's not the company it's that individual and i think that's a very fine element of the mentoring goes to trust goes to a lot of things i love this example thank you for sharing also somebody's asking a specific question so i think kobe or everyone who wants to answer this 
um, can share? And maybe Kobe, you can share something regarding HR. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, coming back to this question, um, not everybody feels comfortable, you know, asking for help. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when it comes to, you know, I would say maybe career, especially career advancement, right? Yeah. Uh, because in my opinion, you know, mentoring can also be, you know, different elements of your current role. But when it comes to career advancement, um, you normally may think your current organization uh, or you need to find somebody there to help you out. But that doesn't always need to be the case. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, when, you, when I was... Um, the mentor, one of the things was asking uh, the right questions for me to really think about, okay, which direction do I want to go? Uh, the reason why I went to do HR is that I wanted the, the people to be the centerpiece of what, everything I did, mm -hmm. right? But I didn't know that talent acquisition was the right thing for me, let's say, back then. So I do think that, you know, people are maybe uncomfortable asking for help uh, uh, and by, you know, reaching out to others who have experience uh, uh, that could be a, a valuable thing and and i also want to bring out the fact is that originally i'm from ghana you know i came to the netherlands when i was 11 years old and and, and vivian can attest to that you know you are supposed to listen to your elders yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so one of one of the things is that you know your elders will share the different stories uh, mm -hmm. to guide you yeah. and i would say that maybe maybe in the western uh, uh, part we see old elderly as you know outdated information sometimes so so and, and that's actually in my opinion what mentoring does they share their experiences typically they are maybe older right <laughs> because they're, they're seeing different walks of life uh but I, I do see the resemblance of you know people who have experience sharing knowledge and, and teaching others from that perspective yeah, I do have to add something on because you know that yes. we have reverse mentoring where younger people, the younger generation is dropping all these knowledges about all the new tense, fancy things like I'm, I don't TikTok, <laughs> they let them do TikTok, that's their thing and they have their advantages, right? So know mm -hmm. that mentoring is for all ages, uh, older people can learn, younger people can learn, it's all about um showing an opportunity or giving others the opportunity to grow that's it and that's how i see when companies amplify mentoring within the company they can see so much acceleration not mm -hmm. only for the business clients but also people being valued for their for their um i'm, I'm lost for words but being valued being seen what else do you have to add on, Jessica, regarding the business you know, advantage of? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, this is a little bit of a like it's just sort of a point to add on, but it goes back mm -hmm. to one of the first things that Alberto said about um, in the question of you know what was your experience with having a mentor, and you mentioned, yeah. oh, I'm always sort of um, hesitant to ask or whatever, and I I I feel like we should all start looking at mentoring as not a favor. Uh, a good, solid mentor relationship is a win-win on both sides. And it's it really supports the leadership development of the mentee as well as the mentor on both ways, no matter who it is. I mean, even if the mentor is close to retirement, maybe it's not their leadership development, but there's something in it for the mentor. So there's always something there for everybody. And I just don't think it's a big ask unless somebody's not able to do it, but it's also something that usually people enjoy and like. Yeah, I want to add something on it. It's a triple win. So it's a win for the mentor. It's a win for the mentee, but it's a also a huge win for the company because that person is staying in your company. The knowledge is staying within your company. So you don't have to invest in, sorry, Kobe, <laughs> you don't have to invest in recruiting. <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have a talent leakage because of that. So no, mentoring is truly valuable. But Alberto, what do you have to add? Uh, no, I agree. I totally agree. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's, that was more my personal problem. I mm -hmm. have a problem with this. I need to get better at that. But uh, but I, I totally believe that, um, and not only for these, but for for many other things. Uh, you know, when I was 
uh, a kid. I wanted to be a professional football player. And I was always, um, you know, I lived very close to the stadium of uh, mm-hmm. the, my city, you know, the, the main team, you know, and, and I was always there on the street, yes, you know, playing with the ball and doing my tricks and all that, just hoping that someone would see me yeah. <laughs> and hire yeah. me, you know, for that team. I was playing at a different club. And, and you know, it was, you know, there were, you see all the kids, you know, like or, or when you grow up a bit uh, older, uh, some of my teammates got a kind of a, a, an agent, right, to, you know, sell them to different teams and all that. And I, I didn't. And, and the same thing, you know, I, I could have a, a, a better career in football mm-hmm. um, if I could have had more, yeah, I don't know if you call it courage, but I was very shy and, and you know, it was difficult for me to, you know, to ask for things, uh, and I know I, I really know as a mentor myself that there is also a lot of value that you get out of mentoring people. You yeah. learn a lot, yeah. Indeed. And I also I also want to address that it's not only up to the mentee to seek the relationship, right? Because you you heard from uh, Kobe that somebody else stepped up towards him. You heard from Derek that somebody else stepped up towards him. So I would also encourage those who want to do something who want to give back try looking in your own network or in your own inner circle and find somebody that you can share knowledge because you have so many valuable insights especially to the next generation but also maybe to your peers where you can share valuable insights so please reach out if you have the um the interest to become a mentor just do it Derek. Yeah, no, I'm just nodding because I think it, it's, it's, I, I don't know if we're going to touch on this, but I, I've recently started a, a group called Extraordinary Mentors Network. Um, very quick background, stuff happened in May, really annoyed me, wanted to know what I could do and figured I can't change politics, I can't change Trump, but he's gone now, so yay. Um, <laughs> yes. Sorry to bring that back in. Um, <laughs> but what I can do is I have an amazing network of people I know. I have a huge background in HR, development of leaders and learning. And what can I do to help support people? Because I don't see enough, I didn't see enough professionals of color coming behind me in my role. Mm-hmm. I kind of just reached out to people and said, I want to start a mentor network. I want you as my network to be mentors because you guys are awesome. I'll do some stuff in social media, promote it. And then black professionals who are struggling just to get to the next step, they can tap into this and they can then actually have access to a mentor who helps support them take the next step. And that's been going since September. Um, And it's been bloody hard, but it's been really rewarding. And I think one morning in October, I got a video from one of the mentors, mentee, sorry. And she was just saying, oh my God, I've been connected to this person and it's so good. And I was there drinking my coffee, having my cookies on the on a breakfast bar, kind of welling up, um, yeah. thinking, this is why, this has made it all worth it. This is kind of what the whole concept of mentoring is all about. Somebody who is so happy to have found somebody who can help support them, who can open doors, who can open a network, but they create this video, which I've kept and I will keep forever, just mm-hmm. expressing that joy. <laughs> um, and I think for me, that is why the whole concept of mentoring and everybody said, you know, it's the network, it's the person, it's two-way, all very true. But it's also what it gives a person once the door, the right door's been opened, the right things yeah. happen, and they've stepped through it. I think that's yeah. also just one of the beautiful things about it. And also the fact that you, as a mentor, played maybe a small part, maybe a huge part, it's still something that you can be proud of. It's still you know, warming your heart, even the little things. Uh, I have a coachee or a mentee who really praises me. And this is also something that I'm working on. If people praise me too much, I, uh, I don't like that. But it warms my heart that just making that simple gesture means the world to people. So I, I totally understand that. Claudia. Yes. What else is to be said? <laughs> Probably this, only one, one, this... one question for, for, uh, for Derek. If you need yeah. me, I'm mm-hmm. here. 
<laughs> well, I will reach out to you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm also seeing Lara Monkey sharing, even if the mentoring isn't in a corporate setting, just from a professional to professional, everyone grows in a mentoring relationship. Thank yeah. you, Lara. And also Helen Patterson is saying hi. And Gamu is sharing, I agree, even if you only make a difference in one mm. person's life, it's huge. It's amazing. Thank you. So coming back to the last question, I could talk for hours regarding this topic, but we have to end it. Um, what is your wish for 2025 when it comes to humanizing the workplace? Oh, sorry. When it comes to humanizing the workplace and mentorship. Alberto. What do you wish, what do you hope to see? Do you have a mentor in maybe three months? Uh, I, I will definitely follow up uh, with Derek <laughs> yeah, because I, I just heard, you know, listen to your comments. So mm -hmm. if I don't, I'm in trouble. Uh, <laughs> no, you know, I, I, I uh, probably I will. Um, I will have a potentially men, a mentor and it needs to be the right connection. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course, the, the, my vision is to make it more, everything more human, uh, to just, you know, uh, try to help each other. I think um, each of us uh, can add value to someone. And, and I, I think that we need to be aware of our talents and, and our you know, strengths and what can we do not only just for ourselves and to make a career and make money and all that, but also to create a positive impact on others. And, and I think I see a trend, you know, I see this growing, uh, more people talking about humanizing uh, the workplace. Um, you know, we have this initiative, Human First as well, Vivian, that you and I are part of as well. And a lot of things. I have a, an initiative together with uh, two partners, Chris and Sarah, which is called Purpose Collective. So little by little, you see a lot of things that are always leading towards a more human and purposeful um, workplace. And I, I see 2025, uh, hopefully 2021 already, a much more human uh, you know, workplace already. Um, is it me? <laughs> You're mute. I'm muted. Yes, Kobe. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. I, I could. I was trying to read your lips, but um, that's, I'm an active listener, as you can tell. Um, I, I think. I think for me, um, you know, this year has been tough on everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if you look at you know how people are managing their work uh, from working from home, uh, I think one of the Im important elements is you know why we actually go to the office, right? So the human element that we all crave or have been craving for months now, I think is going to be very important. So also, you know, you need people to help you through, uh, um, you know, through, through, this, through this time, to this period. Uh, and people who have, you know, a lot of experiences, uh, um, I think can help also with mentoring others because this has been, uh, let's say, unprecedented in terms of, you know, the isolation element. Yeah. You know, uh, if you look at the corporate uh, settings, there's a lot of, you know, virtual coffees, you know, touching base with people because of the, the social uh, uh, connection. And I do think that also through mentoring, that could also be an element where people can help each other out. Uh, mm -hmm. Because it's, it, it, is, it is tough. It is tough, uh, just to say at the least. I agree. And that's why it is so important to amplify our humanity, even though we are not, you know, working from the same space. People are now isolated more than ever, especially now during this, uh, this darker days or these, this winter time. Please be mindful towards each other and reach out to each other. Have a coffee, have a tea moment where you ask a person how are they doing instead of asking about their performance or not asking personal questions where you get to know the people. So thank you, Jessica. Um, well, my answer was a little similar in the sense of, you know, what we got out mm -hmm. of this time, because you, you gave us the year 2025. And by that time, potentially we'll be kind of four years out of a pandemic, who knows. Um, but so what I hope is that 
as we, you know, during these last few months, even though it's been challenging, we've also become much more human in a virtual sense Mm -hmm. in the way that we've worked. I mean, we've all had like, I don't know, there's been like a toilet flushing while we're on Zoom and we're like, oh, (laughs) and doing like these crazy things. But the funny thing is we've all forgiven each other because it's happening to all of us. And I hope that we can retain some of those elements as we continue on in like sort of normal life. I hope that it doesn't totally go back to normal and that we are more flexible with each other, more um, willing to accept the the lives of people, more willing to allow people to work from home more often and just, you know, able to find new ways of working that fit with everyone, no matter who they are. Thank you, Jessica. I hope so too. Claudia. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think I'll just add because it's it all fits in a way. I think um, what probably I realized uh, during the last uh, nine months now, more or less, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, is how important health is. And mm. I'm not necessarily m- mentioning only the bodily health, but also the mental health. And um, I think that in order for us to stay sane human beings, we need to be more more mindful about our own needs but also to indeed be mindful about the needs within the team uh, because we are all working in teams. You are even in a private setting, you are working in a team. If that's with your husband, with your kids, it's still a team. So I did start uh, with the word community. For me, that has a very important uh, meaning. Um, that That's something which I would love us to realize how important communities are for us no matter where you have them, at work or in private. Thank you. Derek. Yeah, cheers. Well, um, let me go last. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I, think, I think if I if I look forward to 2025 mm. and mentoring, I think one of the things I'd love to see is the way we work completely focused around not just money, but also engagement and purpose. Mm. Um, I think one of the things I've learned and people around me when I speak to more people is kind of, yeah, it's great doing this, but you know what? I don't know if this is what I want to do anymore because I've had time to reflect, because I've looked at the the traditional nine to five, Monday to Monday to Friday doing stuff. And I think as a society, and it's probably utopian, but it'd be great if 2025, we do have much more awareness of what it is that we will bring to, to the planet as people. We do mm-hmm. connect more as people. We focus on what's right for the planet as well as what's right for shareholders. Um, and ultimately, we've learned from what's happened this year because it's kind of like a tipping point, you would hope. And the, the, you know, the, the, even the office spaces, let's make them more collaborative. Let's make it where you actually then you get together to actually be creative, innovative, rather than sit behind a desk with 40 people and you, and you message them as opposed to talking to them. You know, that kind of really simple kind of stuff, let's move away from that. And and then the concept of mentoring becomes a norm, like meditation, like yoga, like Pilates. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, it's just what we do because it's the right thing to do. I love it. I'm also seeing some uh, some reactions from people. So Helen is sharing mentoring is giving with, with expecting anything to I think it's without expecting anything in return. And Gami is sharing, by the way, Alberto, I come from an academia background with academics in my view are the worst at admitting that they need help. Okay, there is an academic society here. (laughs) Academics know it all. Please become an advocate for mentoring in universities as the workplace. Thank you, Gami, for sharing. And Michelle is sharing, looks like I've missed a great discussion on mentorship. I'll <laughs> listen to the replay. Thank you, Michelle, for watching. And I just want, i even though I showed this card once, but I just want to say that I am so grateful for all of you, for all of you for talking openly about the benefits, about what it means to be a mentor or a mentee. And I'm hoping that whoever is watching or listening to this episode that they can excel as a mentee or a mentor. See this talk show or see this episode as a way to boost your professional career in 2021. 
and let me know what you got out of it. I'm also curious about what you learned during this session and how you are going to boost your professional career because they all shared some valuable nuggets. So thank you for uh, watching this session. And I just want to close off with the following is, of course, thank you, but also know that if you are tired of all the Zoom meetings during the day, know that you can listen to Let's Humanize the Workplace via the famous podcast station. So you can even speed up, you know, speed up the tempo if we are talking too slow. You can even listen to us while you're doing your uh, cleaning up the dishwasher or vacuuming or cleaning your home, right? So invest in your professional development and also your personal development. Thank you all for watching Let's Humanize the Workplace and thank you panel members for being amazing panel members. Thank, thank you. you. Bye, thank everybody. You. It was a pleasure. Thanks. <laughs> bye bye.